Welcome to Eye on Houston, Houston's community affairs program reflecting the concerns, needs, and events of our greater Houston communities. Hi, thank you for joining us this morning. My name is Elias Escobar and you're listening to Eye on Houston. Always a pleasure speaking with CEO of Rebuilding Together Houston, Ms. Christine Holland here with us. And we're talking about a big celebration this year. I mean, 40 years of just this incredible journey with Rebuilding Together. Really, truly a time to celebrate. Thank you for joining us this morning, Ms. Holland. Oh, it's my great pleasure, Ali, to be speaking with you. It is our 40th anniversary at Rebuilding Together, and we are going to celebrate our neighbors, our volunteers, and our donors all year long. My um, goodness. We're building, we're building 40 ramps for 40 years to help our neighbors who have mobility issues enter and exit their home safely. We are providing 40 roofs for 40 years to make our neighbors' homes more resilient against future disaster. And, you know, we've, we've been at it for 40 years. It's a series of just wonderful events that you have going on and what a way to celebrate by helping the community and it's ongoing. And I love, you know, the story from when it started. I got a couple of um, some reading material from earlier. You know, it's just the journey and, and it's growing more and more. You get people, people are excited to help no matter what happens. I think, you know, a couple of years ago or a few years ago with Harvey, we just saw that immense, you know, support system of the community just joining um, your volunteer groups to continue to help. And, you know, it's, you know, what a journey it's been. And I love that I've been lucky to be a part of rebuilding together Houston. Well, and then we've, we've really loved working with you and your colleagues as well. Um, there, there's so much work to do in Houston. Um, for 40 years, we've been the only organization in our area to provide hundreds of families every year with home repairs. Um, we did a little math and we figured out that we have served more than 14,650 families. Wow. And that actually averages about one family helped per day each day for 40 years. That's incredible. It, it, it really is. It is amazing. And we invite all of Houston to celebrate with us this year, either by making a donation or by volunteering. There, there is no greater feeling than neighbors helping neighbors. And that's what we do. Absolutely. And I'm one, you know, I'm, a, you know, testament here that it, you know, it does feel really good to just kind of give and be involved with the community. And I know you have a big celebration coming up in May. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, you know, how can people know more information? And of, of course, it's, it's important for like the nations to continue to help more people for 40 more years and plus. So on May 12th, uh, we are going to have several proclamations of Rebuilding Together Day. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have a celebration in Hartman Park, which is in Magnolia Park, Manchester. And uh, there will be a press conference with the announcements. We'll have a lot of our volunteers and donors and supporters there to celebrate with us. And while we are having the press conference, we're going to have two houses uh, directly across the street from the park that are going to have volunteer crews working on them. Oh, and wow. These, yeah. So these crews come from two of our biggest supporters. One of the houses is going to be uh, repaired by a Reliant Energy crew. 
Reliant is, has been a tremendous supporter of Rebuilding Together. They supported us during winter storm, but they, they also have supported us year in and year out with a board member, uh, with financial support, uh, with program called Beat the Heat, where we put air conditioning and heater window units into people's houses that are wildly energy efficient yes. and let them uh, live in much greater comfort. So Reliant has one house. And then right next door, we're going to have a uh, crew from our supporter Valero. And Valero really has done a ton of work in the Magnolia Park, Manchester area. They've done a lot of work in that park. Um, during COVID, they've had food drives and, and they've, they've also supported rebuilding together, both uh, during the winter storm, where they stepped up right away and asked us to focus on their neighbors right around the plant, and uh, then, then in our overall work. So it's really going to be a nice opportunity uh, for folks to see the work that's been done for these two particular families, uh, see the work in action, and uh, then just celebrate with all of us everything that's been accomplished and, and you know, look ahead to the future and, and what we can do to uplift even more families going forward. So we've been working over in the East End since about 2019. Uh, this is not disaster related work. The East End does not flood. Um, there were certainly some houses over there that were impacted by Harvey through leaks in the roof or siding or windows, things like that. But basically, the, the East End work that we are doing is to let these families stay in their homes. The second ward in particular, which is one of the East End neighborhoods, is gentrifying really quickly. And... Ellie, you get to choose where you live. I get to choose where I live. Exactly. And I don't want these families to be forced out of a house that has been in their family for a couple of generations, maybe, um, just because it needs some repair. And so when we're able to come in and put a new roof on, stabilize the structure, um, and then bring the volunteers in at the end to paint the color the house of color that the homeowner selects, um, it, it means maybe somebody's grandmother gets to stay in her house and age in place. 94% of the people we serve say they want to stay in their home and they want to age in place. And another thing that's very important is um, the ability to pass the home on to the next generation. So it's really very interesting. There's a couple of very large studies that have been done recently by the Kinder Institute at Rice University and uh, home ownership. Think of how fast Houston is growing. Mm -hmm. And yet home ownership is actually decreasing in oh, Houston. Wow. Um, and it is decreasing, especially for families of color. Um, Rebuilding Together serves 96% families of color. And so we see this happening to our homeowners and, and we are concerned about it. So last year, uh, Rebuilding Together served 433 families. 96% of them were people of color, 68% older adults, and 80% of the families we served earn less than $40,000 a year. Wow. So these families, um, our neighbors, they worked very hard to get that house. And as I said, we want to give them a chance to stay in that house. 
the, the home ownership numbers are really pretty surprising. Um, the home ownership for black families uh, fell the most out of any ethnic group from 41% to 37%. Hispanic ownership fell to 49%. And then white home ownership remained relatively high. It, it fell a little bit to 68%. Um, we need some work we need some help to For get sure. this done. Yeah. And Listening to these numbers, do you think that this is because, um, you know, there's not enough, maybe like they don't have enough income to try to fix it themselves. And, you know, there's like the insurance and, you know, these are homes that have been in their families for years that, you know, it just gets handed over from one generation to the next and, you know, just kind of, you know, it deteriorates over the years. Well, there, there are a lot of different reasons. Every mm -hmm. house is different. Um, I will tell you some of the houses in the East End um, were, were not built to the same quality standard as they may have been in other neighborhoods. Right. This is true for, this is true for um, families of color anywhere mm -hmm. in the United States that okay. maybe the homes weren't quite the best quality to begin with. Um, a lot of it goes back to the age of the population that we serve. Okay. So we have a lot of folks that we serve that bought their house when they were raising their family and working, and now they're retired and they're living on a very fixed social security income. And if they own their house outright, then they don't even have insurance because they don't have a mortgage. Right. And it's just a fact that when a disaster strikes or when hard times strike, people who are low income are the hardest hit because they don't have cash reserves. Right. Um, you know, they may have uh, health issues. Uh, there are a lot of reasons why people aren't able to keep up with the home. And I, I think for all of us, keeping up with the home can be, be a lot of work. Right. Right. You get something really big going on, like needing a roof. It's, it's really a problem. Um, we believe that our work extends the life of a home for 20 years or more. Wow. And it's really important to have the families build equity and have that intergenerational wealth so that they can pass the house on to the next family member. Um, it, in the Kinder Institute state of housing report, 44% of the homeowners who responded said their home needs repair. So it's just a, a very large number of people. And aside from preserving things for the family, repairing these older homes, it helps to preserve the history and the identity of communities. So sure. rebuilding together is working a lot um, in the East End, but we are also working in the third ward. We're working in Acres Home. We're working in Sunnyside. Um, we are keeping these families in the communities that they helped build. That's, and, and that's a really great feeling. It um, really you'll, is. You'll see when you go out <laughs> to work on the house that you guys are working on, uh, we're going to tell you the story of the homeowner. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to tell you all the repairs that have been done to the house. And we're also going to tell you a story about the neighborhood. Um, so many people are live in Houston now who weren't born here and they don't know the history of, of these different neighborhoods. Right. And while Houston's not a really old city like some of the East Coast cities, nonetheless, we have a lot of history here. And it is important to know where you're working and, and what is the character of the neighborhood that you're helping to preserve.
Yeah. One of the things that really resonated with me is, you know, that some of these older um, people that live in these neighborhoods have been there for years and years, you know, um, that, that that's all they have to pass down for their generations, for their grandkids. And so they want to kind of restore the home or keep the home um, as it was. But it's very, very hard, especially in those neighborhoods. And one of the things that you did mention when my parents first came to Houston, we lived in the Manchester area. This is before I was born. But, you know, in the late 70s. That was our neighborhood. That was my parents' neighborhood in Manchester. And so, yes, it's a lot of the history um, for us that grew up here. It's so important. And it's it's even more to continue to give that message out and how we need to preserve it and those homes as well. For a lot of these families, the house is their only asset. Yes, yes. And it, it, it is valuable. And um, if a developer comes and, and buys the house, the family may receive a significant amount of money but it's probably not enough to buy another house here in Houston, right. given how fast the housing prices are increasing. And so what can happen then is you've got maybe a couple of generations of a family that don't own a house because it, it's so hard to get there in the first place. Right. And it's so sad to see them even lose it because it gets so deteriorated that they decide they're going to move out and they're just going to leave it there. And it's so sad to see it happen. And we see abandoned homes, um, you know, all the time where, you know, it is a disaster. It flooded and they didn't have any money to fix it. So they moved out. And it's but sadly you know, they learned. That's a good point. And um, a, an abandoned house is a problem for the whole neighborhood. Yeah, it is not a problem just for the family that no longer is able to live there. Yes. And one of the important reasons that rebuilding together chose uh, around the time of Harvey to start working in a community revitalization model is so that the whole neighborhood could be uplifted. So for example, I know in spring of 2016, almost 100 houses were repaired in April of that year by rebuilding together. It was before my time. It's an amazing accomplishment. Every one of those families, their life was transformed by the kindness of these people giving their weekend and, and bringing their family to help, help uh, work on a volunteer project. But you didn't get the cumulative effect that you get when you do a hundred houses in a five mile radius. Um, because when I drive around the East End, uh, any street I turn down just about, I can find a house that, that we have worked on. And it, it uplifts the neighborhood because maybe people who aren't low income decide they're gonna paint their house too. Or a, a landlord who's a good, honest landlord will say, you know, this my street's really looking good here. I think I ought to um, spruce up this house for my yes. tenants. And then, and then you keep businesses and restaurants and, and everything just kind of gets a positive uh, feeling of renewal to it. Uh, we actually, something that is coming up later this year that I'm super excited about, um, for Hispanic Heritage Month, we are going to have a ribbon cutting. The East End Chamber of Commerce is going to help us with this. Uh, we're going to have a ribbon cutting for the 100th house in the East End. Wow. That we will complete. How exciting. And that would be, you said, um, Hispanic Heritage Month so in September. Yeah, I think, okay. I think we're going to do it on September 30th, which yes. is a Friday. Uh-huh. And uh, so, you know, that's that's a time when everybody in the neighborhood can come come by and say hello. 
You know what? Yeah. And a celebration for your neighborhood. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's not kind. It is a big deal for those residents in that area that they feel celebrated and they're, you know, very proud to live in that area. And, you know, of course, like you said, you know, somebody paints their house and it just kind of motivates everybody to do the same. So great to hear um, the celebration coming up in September. Congratulations again for celebrating 40th anniversary. Again, if you're just now tuning in, we're listening. You're listening to Ion Houston. We're speaking with CEO of Rebuilding Together Houston, Miss Christine Holland, and, you know, celebrating um, with the community their 40th anniversary of helping the community and this great event happening May 12th. So one more time, I'd like to invite everyone to join our celebration. And if you can donate, if you can volunteer, uh, please come to our website, rebuildinghouston.org. If you would like to apply for our homeowner services in the East End, you can also come to the website, rebuildinghouston.org. And you can also call our office at 713-659-2511. Thank you, Ellie. Yes. Uh, Ms. Christine Holland, thank you so much for all the great work that you do to continue to help the community. Again, that website is rebuildinghouston.org for more information. My name is Elias Escobar, and you're listening to Ion Houston. Ms. Holland, have a great day.